Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. It is Gabe Ramirez. It is Mark Grody. G&G coming together to just talk about what is going on at Northwestern University. Of course, Pat Fitzgerald being led, or parting ways mm-hmm. with the university yeah. after getting a two-week summer vacay, as some people are calling it. And president of Northwestern, Mr. Show, has come back, reassessed the situation after things have gotten a, things had gotten a bit out of control. What seemed... Uh, Grody, that the initial complainant, the anonymous initial complainant, was not pleased with the with the hand slapping that was given to Mr. Fitzgerald, and then that's when he spoke with uh, the the school's newspaper newspaper, and then obviously other publications began to call and thing began to snowball until the moment that is right now, and it's where we're sitting at and currently discussing, and we will be discussing for. Uh, the time being, uh, we got David Hall hanging out with us at 640. He's going to be able to shed some light on the situation as well. But our phone lines are open also because we want to give you, I mean, the opportunity to speak as well on your thoughts, what's going on in Northwestern, whether you feel like the punishment is too severe or if, if you think that there should be more heads that should be rolling. And clearly those that are out there in the Chicagoland area have closer ties with the university than either I or Mark Grody has. So, uh, again, the phone lines are open because we want to be a sounding board for you. 312-644-6767. Got Leo Stoddard producing the show today. Uh, He'll be manning the phones and answering them as you call in. And Mark Grody and I will just continue to discuss what has been going on. Yeah, it's a wild day. Pat Fitzgerald, again, out as head coach of Northwestern football, a story that has had this unbelievable crescendo to it, as you said when the story was initially broken, which was I was actually on the air with Molly filling in for David Haw on the Molly and Haw show, and it was posed as something like like not that big of a deal, and as you said, a two-week suspension, and we could put this all away. Oh, and, the, and then the very, 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 very calculated decision to put this on Friday. So it sounds to me like Northwestern and all of those supporting Pat Fitzgerald, their goal was to minimize this thing as much as they possibly could. A two-week suspension is what they wanted to do for for a fireable 
offense, and that that's what this is. And it's it's you brought up the point that you know there was a Friday news dump. Now shame on them. I've worked in pop radio for fifteen years, and over there, there's a lot of drama. And I will tell you this: one thing that we know for certain, and Lawrence Holmes pointed it out as well, is that if you want a story to be buried, I'm talking about like deep buried, you put it out on a Friday. Whether it's a cheating scandal, whether it's an apology for cheating, whether it whatever it might be, it's always on a Friday. And I got to be honest, I like most people in the Chicagoland area. When I heard of it, you know, they didn't allow the story to come out till Friday, right? They they waited, they waited intentionally for the for the story to come out. Well, because they on knew Friday. people like me, you know, even though I work here at the station, I was going to hear that and think, you know, you hear the the, the big keywords, Grody, hazing, football, meh, you know, meh. I went to Lane Tech, got hazed in high school, you yeah. know, just like like you you think casually that there's that rite of passage that exists, but to a certain level. And I think that that's something that most schools, most fraternities have had to deal with where they, they, they try to walk that line. And once you find it, and it's very difficult to get information about it, right? Because it is this fraternity that exists within the organization. I'm not just talking about like, Greek fraternities. I'm talking about fraternities within the football culture that exists. And you do, you are a bit shamed if you complain or bring it up because you're just simply told that those that have come before you had to deal with the same thing. And those that are, that are initiating the hazing, those that are taking part in it, they themselves were more than likely hazed under the same guidelines. And that's why most people either don't talk about it or don't think it's a big deal, but it is when it gets to this level. And I think that is what the independent law firm that Northwestern hired when they interviewed the 50 players, including the initial anonymous tipster, they found that <laughs> this was egregious. This was crazy. What was going on at Northwestern? Let me read some of the stuff that, that one, you talk about the hazing and mm-hmm. you know, we've, we've all endured that maybe to some extent in our lives, but the, the former player, speaking anonymously, the whistleblower, if you'd like, told ESPN that the the hazing was organized and widespread in Northwestern's program, often led by a group of older players called the Shrek Gang. The group would lead a hazing activity called running, usually against freshmen or younger players who had made mistakes in practice, he said. According to the former player, older players wearing masks would restrain the victim in a dark locker room and engage in sexualized behavior, the former player said, uh, that he was run as a freshman. Uh, this is this is another quote. Uh, they have been held down against their will by numerous upperclassmen with masks and have been violently dry-humped in a dark room, the former player said. This is Title uh, Ten stuff. This is sexual abuse and sexual assault. I don't know why the university isn't making the details public, close quote. And that, that was some of what was said prior to this. While they were trying to make it a two-week suspension and yeah. make it all go away and put it on a Friday and try to insult our sense of sensibilities. A um, little bit more here. The former player said Fitzgerald signaled for players to be added to the to Shrek's oh my list. God. 
<laughs> with by the way, did you ever get dry humped in any of your hazing? I gotta be honest, yes. Really? I'll just be honest. Jesus. At Lane Tech, shout out to all my former Lane Tech alum out there. I mean, at, at in moments, right? There's moments you get, you know, it's just I mean, think about it. you're in a locker room, you're it's a lot of like over sexualized dudes, and they're just like, you know, everything's funny. You're with the bros, you know what I mean? Like but that's at a high school level, like baby high school level. I mean, we've seen stories on the, from the East Coast, you know, for with, with, with basketball teams and football teams, that stuff happening. I got to be honest, there's somebody on the text line that's kind of making me upset. Hit it. From the 872. Sir, you know who you are because you're the only one texting from the 872. He says, what's the big deal with Coach Patty? He was like a father figure. The media got to act like a bunch of B-words. We're professional athletes, and we embrace the culture. F the mainstream media. Please stop slandering coach. You guys aren't even considering players' perspective. And I read that last one. You guys aren't even considering players' perspective. As Mark Grody was reading, <laughs> a player's perspective. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I get it. Listen, I get yeah, yeah. it. There, there are going to be people like this. I want to be very clear that, that I understand. You, you, if you were from the – like other people are like, Gabe, get Corey Wooten on. Oh, my God. I've been afraid to text Corey all day today. I gotta be honest. I'm sure he's. I got a text message from another former coworker of mine that wanted to reach out to Corey Wooten. So that's why I didn't do it because I felt like everybody was probably hitting up Corey. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter remains. I mean, <laughs> he continues. Ask him why he couldn't keep up with the rest of the team. We should have cut him from the team. Okay, th- this guy is that that that's under the. This doesn't even feel feel like a. A real text, right? I got to be honest with you, Gabe. That that's just sounds dumb. I mean, clearly yeah. you are. Clearly, some people are up in arms, and I could I, listen. I want to be very clear. I could understand if you're a former player and you dealt with it, you did it, you didn't think it was a big deal, right? That's where this comes from. Is that that contingent of people think it it wasn't a big deal, and that's why they can be upset about it because now they're program, right, is being yeah. scrutinized. Well, apparently Northwestern didn't think it was a big deal at first, right? So, I mean, which is why, why, why didn't they just come out and say that? Yeah, there was dry humping going on. That's what we do. So, instead, they, they made sure that nobody reported it until Friday yeah. when the news hit. And now the man, they, now they have, as they right. phrase it, parted ways. Right. Girl, so, they, they hired a law firm. They, <laughs> they interviewed 50 people. And you're going to tell me that if that was as cal- calculated as it was, that the Friday release wasn't this cock. Let's go. Let's go to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. It's one thing to hear from Grody and I. It's another thing for your voices to be heard as well. And we want to allow that here on 670. The score. Let's go out to the phone lines. TJ. So TJ, you're you're one of these people. You do not believe the reporting about Fitz. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you clearly. Yeah, TJ. So tell me more yeah. about that. Why why is that? Listen, I've been a season ticket holder at Northwestern for about 30 years. I'm, a, I'm an alum. And uh, you know, I, I think you guys aren't giving enough credence to the actual report. None of us have seen the report that a, law, a very well-respected law firm took six months to put together. And uh, that report found that there was no uh, evidence that Fitzgerald knew this was going on. That report found that there was no finding of misconduct by any specific coach or specific player. Now, it did say there was, some, there was credibility to the whistleblower's uh, allegations, but it, we don't know the specifics of what was deemed credible and what was not deemed credible. And you've got a, uh, a player who then was not happy with Friday's uh, release and Friday's decision by the school president, went to the daily newspaper at Northwestern, and they just went ahead and published his 
his allegations without any sort of uh, commentary from anybody else. And so maybe they're 100% true, maybe they're not 100% true. But I think you guys are not giving enough credence to, to what, a, what a law firm found in a six-month, 50-person investigation. I appreciate the call, TJ. Thanks for that. And, again, we are taking more calls, 312-644-6767. And you bring up a really good point, right, that the law firm did state that there were um, – they did not discover sufficient evidence to believe that coaching staff knew about the ongoing hazing conduct. They determined, however, to continue with, with quoting the investigation – they, they determined, however, that there had been significant opportunities to discover and report the hazing conduct. And so, listen, do you, we, we can use the argument, he didn't know about it. Why is he getting fired? But how often do we see in sports where the guy at the top is in charge? Yeah, it's on his watch. It's on his watch. Thank it's you. on That's his watch. You can't, you can't have complete control over a football program as Pat Fitzgerald did. He had complete control, obviously, over the For football program. For 17 seasons. And he had complete control over the media, too. That, that was Pat Fitzgerald's superpower. He was good friends with people in the media. And it seemed like a good marriage. I didn't happen to be friends with Pat Fitzgerald, but I could have been. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he was he's kind of a seductive personality. Like he, he came across people come, wanted him to be the Bears yeah, coach. Yeah, absolutely. It's like he fits. You know what I mean? And I, I, you know, like there are like one of the people that we're gonna have on, David Haw, buddies with him. And I have never been so impressed with David Haw as I am now. I mean, he he was it it's been a lesson in journalism. David Haw's had a relationship with this guy for at least 15 years and nobody has been more real about what has gone on with with him. Chris Emma, another one of our colleagues here at the score, another guy who covered him, has a relationship with him, but was real about, hey, the guy's got to go. So I I give some big time shout outs to people in this business who abandoned their relationship at, you know, who knows what that relationship looks like going forward, but they, for the sake of getting it right, they abandoned their relationship. The, the other thing I want to say too, about the guy that called in, that's fine. I mean, like, absolutely. The, the I hear you. lawyers looked at, I hear, I hear it all, but that also says that the, the caller in, in this case does not believe what I was just reading, what I was just reading about the players, and I'll I want to read a little bit more before we get to the calls here. And I know we got to do it. This will this will take thirty seconds because, and I'll reread a little. Good. Bit. This is all necessary. Right yeah, now, it Grady. is necessary. The former player again said that Pat Fitzgerald signaled for players to be added to Shrek's list with a specific clapping motion during practice. He said he saw Fitzgerald make the motion at least five times since the 2020 season. Quote: He would be smiling menacingly at the individual who messed up while simultaneously clapping his hands over his head in this specific manner that is our head coach communicating with this individual that they did something wrong and needs to be put on. Mm. Sorry, i got to go to the next page. The list and hazed accordingly. The vast majority of the team would join in following Fitz's lead. Fitz's lead, the former player said. And I got more, yeah. but 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 just just a – just to make the point that maybe it's it's plausible that Pat Fitzgerald didn't see the hazing. Sure. But he definitely promoted it, at least according to the player whom I believe. Sure. And I yeah. think, listen, when you are as woven into the fabric of Northwestern football as a Pat Fitzgerald is, I find it hard to believe that he didn't know. Right, I mean, it's, it's, well, it's, well, even if he didn't know, Gabe, then isn't isn't it a big problem? 
that for 17 years <laughs> right, that, right, that he isn't it isn't right, that right. its own form of negligence you mean this was happening all what? in your buildings everywhere all the time for years <laughs> really you say dry humping and you had no idea what that's the part that we find hard to believe and again when i talk about the culture of football right i said it myself Gordy asked me yeah happened to me many a time we're getting taped to the you know the whole the whole thing we can get into that later my, my thing is nothing compared to whatever's going on here but, you know, Fitzgerald, linebacker at Northwestern in the 90s, dealt with it then. I'm sure. If you ask Pat Fitzgerald to have an intimate sure conversation with him, you're like, did you ever have to deal with hazing while you've been playing football your whole life? Yeah. Yes, I have. That's a, that, like right. facts. Yeah. Like, there, what, there probably, I bet there was stuff that went on that Pat, Pat Fitzgerald didn't even like. Of course. But he apparently didn't evolve. And that, but, but that's where you get, you're so in it that you just think it's normal. This is what it is. This is, this is what happens in these spaces and unfortunately, there are repercussions when they get out of hand. Uh, let's continue to go to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. Pat Fitzgerald, Northwestern, parting ways. Uh, I'm Gabe Ramirez. He's Mark Grody. We're here till 9 o'clock discussing it. David Hall hanging out with us at 640 to talk about his article on odyssey.com, which you should most certainly read. Uh, let's go to Matt out in Milwaukee. So, Matt. Uh, opposite of our earlier caller today, you do believe everything that you've been reading, correct? Uh, yeah, I have. I mean, I'm a 48 year old guy. I've done everything from sports to uh, you know political campaigns and things, and you know to corporations. And you see it too often. Things like this. Uh, the people, the higher ups, they know damn well what's going on, but they take active steps to avoid officially knowing. How many times do you see coaches in college that just amazingly and coincidentally have the exact same sets of recruiting scandals and other problems that occur every single school they go to that they never knew anything about? How many times do you believe, you know, can you really believe Pete Carroll knew nothing about any of the multiple things going on? at USC, it's like you said, uh, they just, you know, they take the pro- great the problem steps is, to avoid knowing yep, the information. Yep, yep, thank you. The problem is they don't want to know. That's the problem. Yeah. They don't want to know. In that case, they didn't want to know. In this case, yes, again, Pat Fitzgerald does, probably does have plausible deniability, and that's why we're saying that they've parted ways and the guy wasn't fired, because yeah. he could technically say that he's done nothing wrong, yeah. because he didn't, you know, he could probably say he didn't witness this. And, I, and again, I would believe it. I would believe if he didn't Same. see this stuff going on, but it sounds like he definitely w- promoted it, thought it was funny, menacing smiles, all of that stuff. Yeah, and I think so. The, that the, doesn't matter. Yeah, Guardian. I think the difference between you know some of the the college coaches that can you know have that plausible deniability, or yeah, it, it's it's more so with like recruiting. You know, yeah. oh, I gave a guy ten thousand dollars. You know, my assistant coach gave a player ten k. Yeah, and then the coach is like, oh, I didn't know that was going on, man. That was. I, but this is different. This is happening in your house. Yeah. This is happening under your roof. This isn't something that's going on from, via your assistant to some potential recruit. This is these are these are your guys that you've brought in, and they are feeling this this type of way. Uh, let's continue and go out to the phone lines. Let's go to Micah, who's out in Evanston. So, Micah, when you hear this, I mean, you know, you're an Evanstonian. Uh, you're out there. You're very close to it. How are you feeling in the present about this situation? Hey guys, I'm feeling horrible. I've been a huge Northwestern fan for a long time. 12-year season ticket holder. Haven't missed a game. Have traveled around the country for away games, bowl games. Absolutely love Coach Fitz to death. 
And uh, this is this is really tough news. I mean, obviously, I don't know everything that happened, and I want to give Fitz the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, we know who the whistleblower is. One of the student managers tweeted about the whistleblower earlier today, a quarterback who was in the program for several years who didn't play. I mean, my big question is if things were so bad and the quarterback was being abused like it was labeled in the, in the daily paper, why didn't this quarterback transfer? You know, guys are jumping in the transfer portal left and right at the end of the season. This quarterback didn't, didn't leave. I just have a really hard time believing that the allegations are as bad as, um, as described. And, look, we're seeing uh, former Northwestern players in the NFL coming out and tweeting Greg Newsom. Um, first-round pick uh, with Cleveland, uh, just came out and, and made some tweets. I think these guys in the NFL, if it was that bad, they wouldn't want to put their necks out there. And, Man, here's the thing, dude. Over. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, you don't get to decide how a person feels when they've been victimized, and it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing. That, that sounds like pretty awful form to me. You have no idea. I have no idea what this what this guy was feeling, and to come up with – a rationale like that to be like, oh, what are you doing? Why don't you just transfer? Like, it's that easy. You've probably invested just about everything in your life to this point to be at Northwestern, to be a backup quarterback or whatever it is that at that point. So the idea that, oh, yeah, just easy, no problem. Just just get out of the situation. Go to another school. Transfer out of there. That That is, wow. Yeah. That is not very well thought through and I, I thought that was going to be a call, good call it was a horrible call again northwestern fires football coach pat fitzgerald after a snowball of information has accumulated leading to this very moment and we're going to continue to discuss again david haw hanging out with us at 6 40 to talk a little bit more about this but we do want to take your phone calls 312-644-6767 what are your thoughts on the firing of pat fitzgerald We'll take your calls after this. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody, live and local for you on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Breaking Chicago sports news. Northwestern University has just fired head coach Pat Fitzgerald in the wake of the hazing allegations. Keep it here for more on this story on Sports Radio 670 The Score. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Breaking news on 670 The Score is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. 
Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody. Just continuing to talk about the breaking news. Pat Fitzgerald fired from Northwestern University's football program amidst the hazing scandal that is that has happened. Uh, again, it was a six-month investigation. 50 players interviewed. And they tried to put it all on a Friday, Groats, but there was a lot of stuff that was reported about what was happening in Northwest with Northwestern football. If the hazing doesn't do it for you and it hasn't done it for everybody on the phone lines or the text lines, how about how about the 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 culture of racism, the alleged culture of, of racism from the Daily Northwestern detailed claims of a culture of enabling racism, featuring accounts from one former player who opted to go on the record and multiple anonymous sources. Um, Ramon Diaz Jr., who played for the school from 2005 through 2008, said, quote, I didn't feel like I could be anything other than white. We never felt like we could be ourselves. We had to fit in by being white or acting white or laughing at our own people, close quote. Fitzgerald became the head coach of the program in 2006. He joined the coaching staff in 2001. Another player who, let me just scroll down here. Another player who chose to remain anonymous said that Fitzgerald asked black players and coaches to cut off dreadlocks and other longer hairstyles to be more in line with the quote, wildcat way. This is continuing the quote from the anonymous player. Those are two phrases you wouldn't hear a lot around the program that refer to the sentiment of fall in line, the player said. If you were not in line with the Wildcat way, Coach Fitz or any one of the coaches will be quick to say, yeah, check your scholarship, close quote. (laughs) That's just a little bit. That's just a couple paragraphs right there, and I will continue to read this stuff throughout the night. So there's that as well. And I understand, like, there's a lot of people texting and people that will call and say, hey, what are you guys convicting this guy already for? They yeah. fired Pat Fitzgerald. They, they fired Pat Fitzgerald, and Pat Fitzgerald is, is, is gone, right? Yeah. So if I, if I was like, if it was all good and it was all innocent, would you accept that if you were Pat Fitzgerald? If you knew nothing, if you didn't feel complicit, would you accept that? He's I, accepting it. I thought about that, Grody, and... I thought about the amount of money that he's made so far with Northwestern. Yeah. And then your program sucks, you know, in terms of like, you know, record and where it's headed and the big 10, not necessarily doing anything. And then I thought to myself, yeah, instead of having to like answer questions or deal with anything, you can take your millions of dollars, go to, you know, Fiji, chill for, you know, Airbnb house for six months and, you know, let it boil over. Like, you know what I mean? You can do those things mm-hmm. because it's a lot easier to do when you got millions and millions of dollars to just be like, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. I should I should probably uh, move on from this too. And I don't want to go be in Chicago during all of this. <laughs> I got right. millions of dollars out of here. Yeah. You know, let's part ways. And let me catch a flight though before you announce that I'm fired. Not that he's on a flight somewhere. He's probably still in Chicago. I'm just saying. I have no idea. Anymore, but just just the way they handled this, Grody. We're gonna get this. We're gonna get this eight seven two caller or eight seven two guy on the phone. Okay, I'm gonna have him call. This is the guy who was talking about. He says he's a former player. He says, but here's the thing, eight seven two. I'm gonna have my producer call you right now, but you got to give your name. I don't want you to be anonymous because what you're saying in some of this text message stuff, like I do not want to repeat. Can't read that. I don't want to repeat, but I would love for you to say it. 
I would love for you to say it on this show. So, hey, Tyler, or excuse me, Leo, uh, the 872 number in the text line. Call him up. Tell him he has to say his name. Get him on the phone because he said he doesn't want to come on the show. So call him up. Put, see, see if we can get his ass on the show. Because he said he's a former player. So who better to have on the show right now than a former player mm-hmm. that can speak to directly? It's not you and I talking about what we're reading, what we're hearing. Uh, but, it, you know, it would be great to come from a former player that's not named Corey Wood. Because <laughs> I did text him. We're not, yeah, yeah. not going to do that right now. All right. Uh, let's go to Art. In Evanston, uh, again, Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody here on 670. The score, Pat Fitzgerald fired from Northwestern football in the midst of the hazing scandal. And it has there are trickle-down effects. And Art in Evanston is explaining what is one of them. Art, what did you do since the, since the news? Hey, guys, love both of you on the show uh, and uh, when you're all you're reporting. Um, yeah, I'm an alum and of uh, the Kellogg School and, and, and a longtime Evan, Evanston resident. I've been going to football games forever. And to me – they violated the sacred trust that, you know, I have with Northwestern. I always felt that football program was different. I, I, I bought in fully to what Fitz was about and whether they lost or not, I always felt it was something different. And to me, what I had to do today, and I actually, they wouldn't take any phone calls. So I, I actually lived close to the, the state football stadium and walked over there uh, and canceled my basketball and my football season tickets, number wow. one. And number two is I actually t- I had a, two signs on my front lawn. If you guys have been in Evanston recently, there's a lot of signs up in Evanston, both for and against the new stadium addition, which is, you know, is, is, is up for vote. And I, it, one says, uh, count me in. You can count me out completely. I actually turned both those signs back into the athletic mm. department and said, you don't deserve, you know, as an alumni and as a longtime supporter, you violated our trust. And anybody who's watched Fitz, who lived in our neighborhood, he is involved in everything. He, that's what I loved about him. That's what I always trusted about the way he handled the program. And for him to have no knowledge of it is even worse than having knowledge of right. it because that to- tells me he didn't care. <laughs> so I, I, I say both, both ways, whether he knew or didn't know, both extremes are 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 are, are terrible exactly so to me that was i had to use the power of of my dollars as you should i'm not going to donate to the program and I, I told the mayor of evanston in a call today there's no way we should approve the expansion until all this gets cleaned up all right so, let me let me uh, let me ask that, you a follow-up uh, question a good, yeah all right sure. let me ask you a follow-up question because clearly as you mentioned whether it's the stadium or this particular incident uh with pat fitzgerald and or pat fitzpatrick and the northwestern football program what what I know you said because he's he's involved in everything, but what can you say to the people that are that are denying this uh, and saying that hey, Fitzpatrick didn't know, and you guys are you guys are jumping to a conclusion? I mean, you're there, you're in it, you're probably closer than most. So, what would you say? Yeah, and it's interesting. It's it's what I learned at Kellogg. I learned about the culture of of, of these types of issues. All of us that worked in corporations understand that occasionally what happens is a story will come out, and all of a sudden, then you see a whole culture that gets exposed. And to me, my bet is what I'm seeing is there was a whole underlying culture here that all of us bought into the story. And, and I think you've had great coverage today. I think a lot of your guys on air even admitted they get caught in the, we all love Fitz, right? Yeah. We all love yeah. that, that image and how he was the all American. I mean, he was our neighbor. Yeah. He was the all American guy. I put two signs on my lawn. And to me, you set yourself up to, for such a high standard that when, when, when this comes out, I'd say, there's not only smoke, there's fire, but I'd say this is years of, of abuse. And these poor guys, they're, they're dependent on the university for their scholarships. Yeah. 
Are they going to transfer? And I think, Grody, you said it best. I mean, what somebody or Gabe, you may have said it to the other caller. He's like, what's a guy going to do? Leave after three yeah, years and right, give up his Northwestern right. degree? This is, this is what <laughs> he's been like, essentially, somebody that age, 20, 21, whatever they are. That's what they've built their whole life up to at this point. Going to Northwestern's a big damn deal. It's a great school, great act. And I know that sounds ironic when I'm saying that right now, no, but, but that, that right. was my thought. Like, how do I think of Northwestern? A school I can't get into. No, a great, a great university with a football cro- program that has gotten to a prominent place, kind of in our local sphere. Obviously, it's a completely inconsistent program, but Fitz did bring it to another level. That's so. What the caller said right at the beginning was perfectly worded. Violated the sacred trust. Mm. Violated the trust because that's what we all had. You know what I mean? Fitz is everybody's buddy. Everybody, but go cats. The whole thing, and he bought in. He bought into himself. And, and I get it. Hey, we all market ourselves a certain way. And I love the way he marketed himself. It was fantastic, but it was phony and disingenuous, and he violated the sacred trust. That's what that's what he did. Pat Fitzgerald fired from the from Northwestern University uh, amid the fallout from the hazing scandal, and we will continue our discussion on it uh, here on 670 The Score. We're going to take your phone calls in just a little bit, uh, but we get an opportunity to talk to David Hall. As Gertie mentioned, someone that has been close to Pat Fitzgerald, and we get to get his take and the level of believability that exists in his brain. David Hall hangs out with us after this. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Continuing our conversation about the firing of Northwestern football head coach Pat Fitzgerald here on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody with you. Till nine o'clock, and now we get an opportunity to talk to David Hall, uh, who I know, Grody, you guys were just on TV together. Yes, we were. Look at you guys, yeah. double duty. And I know David is not sick of Mark Grody just yet. Uh, Hall, what's up, man? How are you? Thanks for hanging out with us. Coming in hot. Doing okay. Stunning day, big news, and I think it seemed inevitable. And I just a little, uh, I think we're all a little uh, shocked by the last seventy-two hours of Northwestern football. It's been a it's been a, a whirlwind. The story happened fast, and it's the end of an era. 17 years in Evanston, Pat Fitzgerald out. And uh, I think I think a lot of things about what they had to do and why they had to do it. I, I have a lot of emotions because, as you mentioned, coming in, Gabe, I mean, this is one of the college football coaches that uh, I think we all got to know in a way that we don't typically get to know some people who – our coaches in, in our market, um, the Chicago media, it's no secret, had a very good relationship with Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, but in the end, it's 2023, and the type of hazing allegations that were confirmed by multiple players were, were found to be unacceptable. And in the end, Northwestern did what they had to do, and, and the president, Michael Schill, released a statement making it official, and Fitz is out. David, uh, first of all, I want to say it again. You know, I mentioned this a little bit earlier on the air, and I know that I mentioned it to you privately, but you've been putting on a clinic in terms of being a reporter, which you wrote um, probably like 24 hours ago. It feels like it was about you know, 30 days ago at this point with all that has happened and the fact that, yeah, I knew you were friends with him. I knew that you had a close relationship with him. I know that you went to Northwestern, yet nobody has been as real as you have been. So good on you. You have taught a 
lot of people uh, a lot with what you have done, including me for sure. And I'm glad that you mentioned the 17 years part of this thing too, because that reminds me that as steamed as a lot of people are, this thing is, including me, it's really sad. It's really sad what has happened because we all, I think that even people who didn't follow the football program closely, like me, Love the whole Pat Fitzgerald thing. I love hearing Pat Fitzgerald on the score. I love hearing, seeing him everywhere and just the, the relentless positivity. My question to you is now, how, how duped did we get by Pat Fitzgerald and the program for that matter? And do you feel that way? Do you feel like you kind of got you know duped as a, as a reporter, as a friend, whatever the case may be, however you want to look at it? Mark, I really appreciate that. And, and I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I don't feel duped at all. And I understand where you're coming from. And, and, I, and I accept some of those questions that are now fair to have about everything that Pat Fitzgerald professed to be and what programs. But I don't feel that as much as I, may, maybe I should. And maybe, maybe that's my own blind spot. Uh, I, I think two things can be true. I, I think that Northwestern did what it needed to do because they held Pat Fitzgerald as accountable as he asked us to hold him. He spent 17 years reminding us at every turn that it starts and ends with him. And when a college football coach says that, you believe him. You believe him because it's true. So if he has something like this alleged to have gone on in his locker room, it can't go on in his locker room. And he has to pay the price. And tonight he did that with his job. I think they did what they needed to do. The other thing I think to be true is that Mark, I don't think it's disingenuous to think that you want to put out and project an air of enthusiasm and positivity and everything that fits that I know stood for and stands for. I don't think that changes. I don't think he's a different person tonight because he's the ex-coach at Northwestern. I think he's a different person tonight because he didn't do a good enough job of, of, of following through on his mantra of you know protecting every student athlete making every player count if there were players in his program that felt disenfranchised whether it was because of hazing whether it was because of the the, the racism charges which caught me off guard yeah. today mm -hmm. then he needed to do a better job of that mark but I, but i don't think that i don't think that his intentions were to dupe anybody i think that he really meant what he said it's just maybe he didn't do a good enough job of enforcing those things. We're talking to David Hall from our morning show here on 670 The Score. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody. Dave, I, it seems like for me, I read the story, I understand. It's, it's on your watch. You got to go. You know, It's backed up by multiple people. This is what happened. To me, it seems very, very cut and dry. But there is a large amount of people uh, that still feel like maybe uh, Pat Fitzgerald – uh, got the short end of the stick in this deal. Uh, what do you say to those people, those people that are still naysayers, those people that feel as though, like, oh, the guy should have transferred or this shouldn't have, you know, if Pat Fitzgerald's the fall guy for the – what do you have to say to those guys? Well, I think people need to understand that this is going to be a highly, highly unpopular decision in the Northwestern football community. We're talking about – we're talking about a, for lack of a better term, I, I used whistleblower this morning, a texter said I should use victim. We have a disgruntled ex-player who came forward with allegations that were confirmed by other former players. 
by and large, we have a small percentage of players that felt like the the experience was traumatic and hazing harmed them in a way that you know it was was lasting and kind of really unacceptable. So I, I get that, but but and that doesn't. I, but I, but I think that there also is a large there's a larger percentage of, of ex players that will love Fitz to the end, and they will never believe that he did anything wrong. That's a kind of blind faith that sometimes football coaches build within players. I can relate to that. I played college football. I understand that devotion to a coach, and it is somewhat of a blind faith. That doesn't excuse what happened. You have an obligation as a head football coach to protect every player that comes into your program. And if several, even though it's a smaller percentage of people that felt that way, it doesn't excuse it. It Nothing excuses it. And I think in today's day and age, hazing is no longer a rite of passage. It's unacceptable behavior. It's bullying, and sometimes it's criminal. And it's it's bad enough to cost a a good coach his job, and that's what happened tonight. I think the I guess the the uh, quote unquote good part about this, and we're talking to David Haw of the Molly and Haw Show here on Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score about the firing of Northwestern football head coach Pat Fitzgerald. Um, you know, one of the callers earlier said that it, it, he violated a, a sacred trust, that, as you mentioned, there was this blind faith in Pat Fitzgerald that, that seemed to exist, that, that everybody was, was lured into. I guess the good part is, is that they did do this, that they did fire him, that we don't have to, that we don't have to talk about the, 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 the leading up to the firing for the rest of this week. What do you think the next step needs mm. to be for the university, though, in terms of public relations, in terms of being more transparent, in terms of talking, in terms of coming on the radio? And <laughs> the guy's been fired, but does Pat Fitzgerald need to say something here? Just because we've all okay, been... So, so you asked some, some good questions, Mark. But, but I'll say this. Uh, first of all, I, I don't think... I, I don't know that it's it, our job responsibilities or description really matters or factors into this equation, whether it's good or bad or indifferent. I, I think the, everything happens, news happens whenever whenever it, it's, it happens. And, and yeah, this changes the subject and we don't have to speculate and certainly don't have to have the uncomfortable reality of calling for someone's job, which is no fun at all, especially when that somebody is, so, is a person that you've known for a long time. Okay, but I think the more relevant question pertains to what's next. I'll tell you what's next. What's next is the athletic director needs to be looked at. What's next is the president has to justify staying. What's next is the board of trustees needs to get involved and ask some very difficult questions that they are capable of asking at a place like Northwestern. You have a baseball program as Danny Parkins in the afternoon show detailed and the Tribune did as well that is in disarray you have a football program that is now in crisis mode you have an athletic director that is largely uh, where is he you have a president that bowed to public pressure and changed his mind because a student newspaper persuaded him to with details he did he had seen previously but when he saw them you know aired publicly he buckled so you've got a lot of problems at Northwestern that go deeper than the football coach. And you got to start asking the tough questions because 
who's going to be the next football coach? Well, who's going to name the next football coach? And who's going to name the person who names the next football coach? Those are things that need to be addressed before you worry about who's on the sidelines in Evanston next fall. And that's going to be an interesting decision, and most people are going to be, obviously most people are going to be following that closely. Dave, you talked, you know, a second ago about, you know, playing college football, right, at Ball State and, and, you know, you were safety out there. And, and, you know, I was mentioning earlier to Grody that, like, even in high school, you know, I had to deal with hazing at Lane Tech. Did you ever have to deal with anything of the sorts, you know, in your program? Not, not necessarily having to go into detail, but, you know, something of the sorts? Well, Gabe, I think everybody has their own, you know, experience. And, and that's why I said, it, you know, at some point in time, it, it was considered a rite of passage. And, and it was like more, but it was, it, it was good-natured and old-fashioned as quote fits it was intended to be good clean american oh i want to lost that David. you know what that like every freshman oh, was is. asked to yes we can... and and I, I had to sing the fight song okay okay god that okay. sounds that honestly just hearing that god wouldn't it have been nice if that's all the hazing that existed that would be so nice Dave, I appreciate you jumping on with us uh, for a little bit. Again, as, as, as Grody said, man, everybody go check out that article on odyssey.com. Great writing by, of course, our very own David Haw. Dave, have a great, uh, safe safe drive home, all right? Thanks, guys. Sorry about the bad connection. Uh, appreciate fine. it. Good job. It's, it's all good, Haw. You know, a couple things here. You know, people that I had a couple people on my Twitter you know, talking about how they're disappointed, but they're still it's still their school and they're still proud. And I'm not telling anybody that goes to Northwestern you have to like hate Northwestern of not. going that not even close. I mean, and I think that Northwestern's got a real chance right now to going for they did the right thing. They they fired Pat Fitzgerald. Now they can move forward and address the 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 racism allegations. That'd be great. And get it get it right. They're, they're, we're all watching now and now they have a chance this is not about bringing down Northwestern. This no. doesn't mean that it's not a great academic institution still. It doesn't mean that it can't be a great sports great program point. Great point. as well. So, I mean, I want to make that clear. And I also hate calling for people's jobs. It sucks. I mean, especially in this day and age, it's not something I am comfortable doing. I'd rather be talking about the Lupe Fiasco concert right now. <laughs> I'd rather be talking about a great Cubs comeback yesterday. You know what I mean? I'd rather be talking about well, maybe not the White Sox. That was hey, a hey, pretty hey, horrible hey. game. Tim Anderson, we don't want to do that. Yeah, oh, man. Was it not the perfect ending to the White Sox first half of the season? <laughs> We're not going to go there. Tim Anderson <laughs> striking out, swinging with runners on second and third, and the Sox down one run. But yeah, all, the, all of with this. Their, with a reliever pitching a second inning? No, we're not going to do that. Yeah, right no, now. no. To be clear, all of this stinks. Yeah. None of this is fun. This is I'm not having fun right now. I can't wait till 9 o'clock to walk out of here. Uh, we are going to continue the conversation about Pat Fitzgerald. We want to open up the phone lines again so that you can uh, we, we can be a sounding board for you. 312-644-6767. Uh, we will take your thoughts on the firing of Pat Fitzgerald from, Northwest, from Northwestern Football Program. And then we'll also read a little bit of the press release by the president of Northwestern as he addresses the situation as well, Michael Schill. I will do all that on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Mark Grody. It's Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.